Welcome to my leadership podcast. Matt McClory here from Colonial Church here in sunny St. Augustine, Florida. I pray that this leadership podcast would be a useful tool, practical and inspiring for you on your journey as you seek to grow in leadership in every way you can. God bless you. Matt here. I'm excited to share this message, This titled this message, The Four Dimensions of Leadership. I want to read quickly from Proverbs chapter 3. It says in verse 19, The Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the deeps broke open and the clouds dropped down the dew. My son, do not lose sight of these. Keep sound wisdom and discretion and they will be life for your soul and adornment for your neck. Then you will walk on your way securely, and your foot will not stumble. If you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Do not be afraid of sudden terror, or of the ruin of the wicked when it comes, for the Lord will be your confidence, and will keep your foot from being caught. Do not withhold good from those whom it is due, when it is in your power to do it. And it's power that I kind of want to talk about today in this message, the four dimensions of leadership, because... Leadership takes on all kinds of dimensions. Um, If you think about dimensions uh, in terms of tape measure, you can take a dimension of an object or a room or a building. Uh, But I wanted to talk today about leadership specifically and some of the the aspects of leadership. And I've called these dimensions because they're just ways to describe, ways to get an understanding of what leadership is. And maybe for you, you're a leader in the home. And, um, and this will apply to you, I think, if you're a leader in any kind of um, you know, office environment. There are certain dimensions to your leadership role. And when we look at leadership, especially from God's Word, we hear things like height and weight and depth. And so I'd love to jump into those real quick. So the first dimension of leadership that I've got today that I want to talk about is the weight of leadership. The weight of leadership, the truth when it comes to leadership, no matter what you the way you want to look at it, whether you're in a, a big leadership role, seemingly small leadership role, regardless, there is a weight to it. Some weights are heavier than others, but there absolutely is a weight to leadership. You know, leadership is no small thing. Um, there's something weighty about leadership. There's something that, that I guess you could say is there's a heaviness to it. Um, you know, with leadership comes assignment. You know, we're not put into leadership or God doesn't put us into leadership and then we do nothing. There's always something attached to it. Uh, there's always a role attached to it, an assignment, a project, um, something that's needed to to move forward, to deliver on. Um, and with that assignment, then comes an expectation. So there's an expectation of delivery of that assignment. When I was writing this message, I was thinking about assignments at school and, um you know, when I was at school, which seems like a long time ago now, but really wasn't that long ago, um, you got given an assignment, and on the assignment and the instructions, but there's a delivery date. There's a there's a there's an assignment date that you need to turn it back in. You need to have the assignment done. And you think about that with leadership. There's a leadership assignment on your life. Uh, there's things that you're called to do. There's things that that there's a expectation of delivery for. And really, when you think about that in leadership, that's the weight of leadership. That's the weight that you carry. And the truth is, sometimes leadership's a bit heavy. And depending upon the season you're in, um, sometimes it feels easy to carry that weight. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, But no matter which way you look at it, there's still a weight of leadership. It's a dimension to your leadership. And it's pretty cool to think that 
when it comes to the way we live as Christians, believing in Jesus and living in the aftermath of the cross, what allows us to or helps us to carry that weight is grace. And we get grace embedded into our lives and therefore giving us the privilege of carrying the weight of leadership. You can carry the weight and God has given you the weight to carry, but he's only given you that weight in the context of the grace that's on your life. So I just love to th- for you to think about that for you. Maybe you have a having a hard season, hard day, hard week, hard year, but that weight that's been assigned to you, that leadership role, with it comes this beautiful grace that God's given you as well. Grace allows us to carry the weight of leadership. But I just wrote a few weights down, and maybe these apply to you, but some of the examples of weights we carry in leadership, the weight of leadership, there's the weight of expectation, i.e., what are people expecting of me? There's a weight when it comes to leadership. What are people expecting? What are people think I'm going to come up with? What do do people think I'm going to say? For me as a lead pastor of the church, there's a weight of expectation on my life to to understand that there are people out there that are just expecting things of me. They're expecting messages to be preached on Sunday. They're expecting teams to be led, um, you know, people to be prayed for. There there is a weight of expectation and that's part of leadership. There's a weight of decision-making. Hopefully in life we make good decisions and a good start for anyone wanting to make good decisions in life and carry that weight well is to to, to be embedded into God's Word. Read read the book of Proverbs. I love the wisdom li- literature when it comes to decision-making because there's so much gold in there. But that's an example of a weight that we carry in leadership. Another weight would be the weight of people's lives. Um, maybe you're in a job or a career or a field where you know people's lives are on the line. and um, And there's a weight with that, but it certainly is a weight. It's a dimension to your role. Um, but sometimes we can feel that weight. There's also the weight of opposition. This is, a, this is a good one because sometimes people won't agree with you. Sometimes people won't like what you've got to say. So maybe some, some people just don't, you know, don't flow with, with you. And that's okay. You know, I, th- I don't think we can be all things to all people. Um, but there certainly is a weight sometimes when it comes to opposition. I think in church life, if you're you know, causing the, the devil some problems, then, you know, you might find there's some opposition uh, on your path, on your trail. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Probably is a good indicator that you're on the right track. Um, but there certainly is the weight of opposition. There's the weight of criticism. Um, this is interesting. People are nitpicking. People are, you know, becoming critical. I said recently in a, in a message in our church that, um, you know, a critical spirit usually ends up coming in after familiarity has found its way in. So the weight of criticism is certainly there. There's the weight of loneliness. Um, Sometimes, you know, in some roles of leadership, you absolutely will at times feel lonely, probably because you're the only one leading. You're the only one who's in that role. You're the only one who's called to be that leader in that position in that, that time for that season. So there's the weight of loneliness. And then the last one I wrote down here was the, the weight of saying no sticking to your guns. Sometimes we're just called to say no and we just need to stick to our guns, but there's a weight that comes with that. And that's one dimension of leadership. The next dimension of leadership is the height of leadership. There's the height. If you think about measuring the height of a room, of an object, of a thing, there is absolutely this height, this perspective that God gives you as a leader as you ride high in leadership. In Proverbs 3 and verse 21, says, my son, do not lose sight of these. Keep sound wisdom and discretion and they will be life for your soul 
and adornment for your neck. It says, my son, do not lose sight. You know, I think in leadership, there's a height. Uh, there's a holy perspective given to leaders as they ride high in the role that God's given them. You have a new sight. You have a sight that's different to other people. And why do you have that sight? Well, because you carry the height. There's a, there's a height to leadership, um, which means, you know, and I think about it this way when it comes to the height of leadership, that there's therefore an obligation to stand tall, to stand well, um, to ride at that elevated position that God's given you with um, well and, and with confidence. Um, it says in verse 32 of Proverbs 3, it says, For the devious person is an abomination to the Lord, but the upright are in his confidence. And I love that word, that word upright. You know, it's often used as a reference to, to believers in the Bible. That word upright, you think about that, just upright, standing up, you know, standing right up, standing tall. There's an uprightness, there's a height to leading in the kingdom of God. And maybe that could be a useful or unique perspective for you in your life and what you're doing. But there's an uprightness in your leadership. And God's calling you to stand tall. He's calling you to stand up and be the type of person that is leading in the kingdom of God at a higher level. I love the idea that we're all called as leaders to take an elevated position. So a position that's higher up and really at the end of the day causes us to see differently, causes us to have a perspective that's that's different. And, you know, I think if you're leading a, even a football team uh, or leading a team of sports people that you're, you're in training and you're seeing you've got this perspective over the team and the activities and the organization and the, the training and the drills. And really that's the height of leadership, which is pretty cool as well. Number three is the depth of leadership. So there's the, the weight, there's the height, but there's also the depth. Depth can be measured. Depth can be, um, can be set out. Depth, depth can be seen. And there absolutely is a depth that is required and comes with leadership. You can be a surface level leader. You can be a leader that, that is on the surface level, but God's calling us to be, to be leaders of depth and to have depth when it comes to leadership. I like what it says in 1 Corinthians Verse 2, it says this, it says the, the, that God's wisdom is something mysterious that goes deep into the interior of his purposes. And it says you won't fi- find it lying around on the surface. And you know, when it comes to uh, leadership, it's, it's the same thing. Is there, there needs to be a depth to our leadership and that's a, that's a dimension to leadership. Um, but depth speaks to your personal devotion. It speaks to your, your depth of knowledge. I think even if you're in a career, and you're in a uh, maybe a technical position, you know your leadership kind of rises and falls on some of the knowledge you have, your knowledge base. I remember when I first started out in the stock market, I didn't know anything. I had zero knowledge, and I was at a serious disadvantage. I didn't have the depth of knowledge that was needed to really rise up and be a great leader in the organization I was in. It took time for me to build that depth, and that's the dimension to my leadership that I needed to grow in. Depth is so critical when it comes to leadership. Um, speaks to your spiritual disciplines or just your disciplines generally. Um, thinking about just being disciplined in the work environment, maybe even in the home. It's so important. But as Christians, you know, there's there's depth we can build in prayer. We can build depth in solitude, time with God, reading God's word, fasting, operating with the Holy Spirit, activating the gifts that God's given us. But I wonder, wonder if you, when it comes to leadership, you just need to work on your depth and build out your depth. But it certainly is a dimension. And us, I think, just being willing to go deeper in our own faith and our own walk with Jesus 
um, helps us build our leadership depth. And I want to be the type of leader, I want to be the type of pastor that's got got depth to me. So yeah, I've got sort of the spiritual depth of understanding, knowledge, revelation that God's given, but also the depth um, to be able to hand out to people, to be able to give people the ability on the inside to be able to to know that people can come to me and get some sort of depth um, out of me, that I've, I've got something to give people. You know, I think if we live as surface level people, all people can really do when they come to us as leaders is skim across the surface and just get a skimming experience with us. But I believe God's called us to rise and to be leaders of depth and have that dimension walking, uh, working within us. I, I want to offer you this question today as, you lead, as you're listening to this podcast. What depth do you have to offer others? What deep dive of spiritual resource do you have available for people? Think of your own life as like a mine, maybe like a coal mine, diamond mine, gold mine. Are you a gold mine with a lot of depth? Have you got a resource that people could dig into that could get something out of, out of you? I want to be the type of person, and I believe that if you're listening to this podcast, you're the type of person that wants to grow in leadership and have that dimension of depth as well. So what were they again? Number one was there was a weight of leadership. Number two, there's the height that comes with leadership, a, a holy perspective. Number three, there's a depth. There absolutely is a depth required in leadership and a willingness for all of us to, to, be, to become a, a, a deep mine of resource for people that we lead. And number four, when it comes to dimensions of leadership, there's the power dimension. Power can be measured. Power can be, can be assigned. If you think about you know, motors that they have have a certain amount of horsepower, and it's the same with leadership. Is we have a power resource that God has given us. I like to think it, as believers, we have the Holy Spirit power that's operating within us, and that really is the power to our Christianity and to our confession. Is the power of the Holy Spirit working within us? But but power is certainly measurable, and it's a dimension that we can we can think about in our own leadership. I mean, do you have power? In your leadership, I'm not talking about going on a power trip and using maybe your your elevated role, your platform as a as a manipulation tool, but just thinking about the power that maybe has been assigned to you in leadership. You can actually harness that power and use it for a good purpose. Um, I believe that the Holy Spirit is is the beginning of that for us as believers, as people who lead. But just think about your own role. Even as a parent, you have a certain amount of power. that's been given to you as a leader in your home you have power you have authority and you can use that power you can harness that power to be a great leader and i believe that power can also develop so your power your 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 ability to be potent to to really have an impact in leadership that can actually grow over time it can grow as you build in some of the other dimensions as you grow in your height and you the, the the carrying the weight of leadership and building into your depth is sometimes those things can actually be exactly the the main ingredients for you to actually develop more power and be able to operate in more power in your own leadership leadership is something that takes a lot out of us and for us as leaders we need to be just willing i think at, at times to say i need to repower i need to get powered up i think about the the power tools i have at my house um, there's one particular power tool I like. I have a battery-charged uh, leaf blower. And that thing runs so well for about 30 minutes. It's got a lot of power when it's got a fresh battery. And simple analogy, but it's the same, it's the same with our leadership. You know, if we have uh, depowered battery cells on the inside of us in our leadership, 
you know, maybe maybe it's tiredness, maybe it's just being jaded, maybe the type of person that just needs to get inspired from time to time. You need to step out of it to be able to look in, into it again. But absolutely, power is a dimension of your leadership. It's something you got to you got to be thinking about. You got to be thinking about the power that you have in your hands. What's the power that God's given you to to be able to to operate in the authority that He has for you? So they're the four dimensions of leadership. I really believe that maybe they can shine a new perspective for you on your leadership and whatever you're called to carry in your sphere of life. And I just believe no matter where you're at, you can always grow your leadership. You can always gain a different perspective. And hopefully that message puts into you a little bit and helps you in your journey as well. God bless. Well, I pray you enjoyed that leadership episode. Thanks for tuning in. I pray it was inspiring and a blessing to you on your journey. Hey, we'd love for you to connect with us. So please leave a comment. And if you'd like to send us an email, send us an email to podcast at colonialchurch.life. Visit us on Sunday as well. We'd love to see you in the house here at 550 State Road 207 at Colonial Church. God bless you.